Coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, birthed by the great state of South Carolina, is the Bryant Land Country Podcast, your place for any and everything in hunting, fishing, sports, and outdoor related, with heavy doses of randomness, guests, and an all-around good time. Here's your host, proud Gamecock, South Carolina Forever, AB3. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bryant Land Country Podcast. I'm your host, AB3. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading, listening, telling people, hitting that five-star button. That is very, very important if you're listening to us on that Apple Podcast deal. Hitting that five-star button, leaving a favorable review. We appreciate it all. This week on the Bryant Land Country Podcast, we're talking ATV riding. And I got a guy that knows a lot about ATV riding. He's kind of like the Don King of Arkansas. Big in promotions, runs a lot of ATV benefit rides, even runs his own bow hunting tournament. Ladies and gentlemen, I got Fred Newton on the line for the Bryant Land Country Podcast. I've watched him through Instagram here for the last few months. And if you look at any of his videos, videos on Instagram. He is having a great time. They're doing some fun things down in Arkansas with ATV rides. So this is a two-part conversation. First part, we're going to talk about you know his background getting into ATVs and riding ATVs as a kid and just how you know he got these benefit rides going. And then the second part later on down the line, which I'll probably drop next week, uh, we'll talk about, you know, bow hunting and uh, just a little bit of hunting. But this week, right now, Fred Newton riding ATVs, mudding, getting dirty down in Arkansas. You guys kick back. I'm going to fall back and listen to my conversation with Fred Newton on the Bryant Land Country Podcast. So, you know, when you try to get people together to do these podcasts and a man says to you when i send out an email or a inbox and it says hey what's your availability i like to get you on on a podcast when a man says to you right now i'm working 6 p.m to 6 a.m seven days straight his only availability is from noon till five and he's willing to take some time with me i got to give it up to him because seven days straight 12 hours brother what are you out here doing what 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 you got going on? <laughs> uh, man, just my job. Hey, my job ring. We like that. <coughs> <laughs> One our building, our department caught on fire. So uh oh wow, yeah, uh, a chemical fire. We had a drum catch on fire while we were packing it, breaking it down to burn, and it burnt our building down. So in order for the job, you know, to keep going, they had to split mm. our shifts up. Some work days and some work nights. So I end up on the night shift, six days, seven days a week. Wow. And this is that a, a, a packing, uh, like a meat packing plant or a packing it, plant? It's like a chemical plant. You know, we get anything um, you can think of in the burn. We burn some of everything. Wow. A tear gas, uh, you know, you name it, we burn it. So uh, some Jeez. stuff we have to break down in small portions to burn. We can't just burn the whole drum. We have to break it down gotcha. in small portions. Man, is that something like, did you have like a military background in order to be, in order to do that? Or is that like on the job training? Yeah, or? it's uh, on the job training. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, on the job training. 
man well like i said i appreciate you taking the time to join me man on this podcast i have kind of watched your page for a little bit here and not to mention you've been a big supporter of the bryant land brand from day one so it's finally you know great to get a chance to talk to you man i appreciate it i appreciate it so one of the things that drew me to your page and stuff man y'all are out here with these atvs y'all are riding and this ain't no leisurely sunday afternoon rides like y'all are out there in some mud bogs and things like that tell me a little bit about that if you always grown up like riding atvs and stuff out there in the country in arkansas tell me a little bit about uh, i started riding four wheelers moving back when i was probably about eight nine ten years old in a little town called strong arkansas uh my uncles and them they did it right now i still have an uncle that ride with us, he probably like seventy two, and man, are you yeah, serious? He, he's still getting with it. He's still out there with us. Wow, in the bogs and everything, in the maneuvering and everything, and everything. I'm talking about wow. he's still he's still moving like he's young. You know, <laughs> man, it's it, it's fun. It's something we do. You know, we all get together, have fun. You know, sit back, ride, drink beer, have fun, talk noise. It's something everybody. It ain't no certain people. It's just everybody coming together and have a good time. You know, to get away from work and relax during the end of the week. So, man, it's it's real fun. Yeah, I have always, I can say, like, whenever you take a ride just through the woods on an ATV, it is relaxing. Before I got into hunting and started hardcore hunting, I would ride, you know, I purchased the ATV and then I would go to a couple of ATV places, um, ATV parks or whatever, and just ride and, you know, getting stuck in the mud holes and stuff for me it was kind of fun but i just like a nice leisurely ride maybe you know hit a few you know bumps or mud pits here and there every now and then you know i'd need my uh winch to drag me out of a hole and i you know would get back on the trail or whatever but for the most part i like a nice little comfortable ride the videos and the pictures that i've seen on your instagram ain't nothing leisurely or comfortable (laughs) about none of them rides out there well (laughs) You can see the stuff we posted, but uh, most of all the holes we go to, most of them you can go around. So we got little spots where we cut out where people can sit back and record and just sit back and watch. But me, man, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm in a different world out there, man. I'm relaxed, hitting every hole I see, swimming, <laughs> you know, just, just enjoying life. Yeah, because I seen on one of your posts where you was like, you know, it ain't a true ride until I go swimming. Exactly. So like, <laughs> <laughs> and like a, once I get out there, I'm like a fish out of water. I got to find me a, a hole to swim in. <laughs> I got to get first. How, how deep of mud holes are we talking about out there? Because just from what I've seen, man, I've seen folks having to really do some maneuvering to get through them things. How, about, how deep of a hole are you talking hey, about? We, we have holes. I'm I'm five five. We have holes come up to my neck, and sometimes uh we got one or two occasionally uh, get over my head. I, was, I used to wear waders. Uh huh. Um, you no, know, that's why I quit wearing waders. I was in the hole one time. And water got on the inside of the waist, and I, I was supposed to drown. But, right. Hey, we got some deep holes. It just depends on if you 
man enough to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> man or woman enough because y'all got some ladies out there with y'all yes, too. Sir. Yes, sir. We we got ladies. Actually, we have a um, little group that ride with us, man. We probably got about six or seven women's and we got about two or three of them. They do everything a man do. <laughs> man, can't hold them down. No, huh? Can't hold them down. They love to have fun too. We got kids too. We got kids, kids all ages get it now. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the largest group in one of your rides? Your organized rides that you uh, uh, had? The largest group, true. I think one group got about forty to fifty members. And wow. then, like uh, our group ride for his people coming, man. The largest group we had one year, which is about a year and a half ago, we had mm-hmm. we counted like three hundred fifty bikes. Yeah, just the bikes, not the people. <laughs> so, and these are like ATVs, side by sides, mud bikes, all it's kind a, of anything from a three wheeler to a, a side by side. You know, we we don't have no trucks. It's just all mm-hmm. ATVs right, right. and UTVs. Wow. Now, you put together a couple of these rides a year. You all, just from looking at your page, I can almost, from the ATV events to like a bow hunting event, and I saw some other things that you're promoting. You're almost like the Don King, Arkansas. Yes, sir. Like you got your hands, <laughs> you got your hands in promoting a lot of things. Tell me about these, uh, these, uh, benefit rides and stuff that you promoting. Are they all like club rides or like what, what do you got yeah, there? The benefits ride, you know, um, all the years, man, you know, I like to return return my love to you know whoever i can uh the benefits right like people we probably know that have cancer going through a hard time or uh you know anything that a person in need might need you know i try to go talk to them and you know have a ride to help them out on everything so um you know that's where the benefits ride come from or whatever a person might need you know once i talk to them i put everything together and you know try to get the word out at least ahead of time, you know, for everybody can get their schedule out. Then, you know, I check with other groups around to make sure they don't have nothing going on, you know, that way we ain't clashing on the event. But, you know, it's it, it basically to help anyone out that, that we can. Right, right. Now, when you say now check with other groups and try not to clash, how many different groups you got down there in and Arkansas? In Arkansas alone, we probably got about you know, uh, that I can think of off top by 20 groups. Then you also have Louisiana and Louisiana right. got a, quite a few groups, Mississippi, you know, it's people coming from Texas. It just, you know, everywhere, you know, in the surrounding area. Man. Wow. But that's awesome that you have developed a, a rider and a benefit in order to just give, back to the community now i know those aren't the only ones you do because you guys get together and then you have just like or sponsored or not uh benefit but sponsored or rise that where you have like vendors and stuff yes, like sir. that how often are you putting uh, those we, on we probably do probably about at least three of those a year you know we'll do rides where we'll contact any people that cook vendors or whoever want to come out and sell something you know we'll basically put rides together let them come out and try to help them out in the kind of way we can. So it's always nice every every year at least three rides we'll do like that. And you know, people come out, have fun, drink, meet new people. And that's that's the best thing about mud, meeting different people from different areas, man. 
And that's how, over the years, going to different rides, meeting people, that's how I um, build everything up, why all mm-hmm. my rides are so big, you know, returning the love. Exactly, exactly. Now, how far, as far as you can remember, what's the furthest that anybody has ever come to attend one the of your rides? The farthest, um, it was a part of Mississippi they were from. It was like a six-hour drive for them. Wow. And, man, they come down. It was like a group. They came down. Man, every year now, since they came, they try to come to a, you know, our main ride is like around May 4th, like the second weekend, first weekend in May. It's our mm-hmm. big annual ride. And, man, every year they come down to that. And, shoot, every time they have something, I try to at least go up there one time, two times to show some love. So right. anybody come, if I meet you, you know, you let me know you came. You know, it's doing me some good. Mm-hmm. As long as yep. long you come down, you show love, and you, you actually have a smile on your face, I feel like my job done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm going to have to see. Maybe I might have to put in for some time off or something, but I got to find a way to break that record because I think six hours, I think I can beat six hours coming from Georgia. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I look at these rides and stuff, but, man, I got to get my ATV together. Like, I've had my ATV now since ooh, about 14, since 2014. It's a uh, Yamaha Grizzly. Yes, sir. Uh, 450. So it's not the big boy, but it'll it'll get around these little trails and it'll get around in, uh, you know, this clay and this nastiness here in Georgia. And I'm taking it to South Carolina. Hell, I think I've even taken it to Texas, Tennessee. Um, I've ridden there. But, man, I got to do something to get it ready for them mud bogs that you got in Arkansas. Because I don't think that my little uh, ATV that I use now to get around, you know, my hunting property and then ride every now and then. I don't know if I can... Uh, uh, if it can handle some of them holes you got down there. <laughs> It'll handle it, man. We, we we got kids, man. They come out on they look for a wheeler. Small, 250s, <laughs> little 50s, 90s. And, man, if they can make it, I know it. we even have dirt bikes out there. <laughs> man. So what what does Fred ride? What's what's your ride man, choice? Man, I'm, I'm a Honda guy. I ride a, a Honda 420. I've been having it, man, for uh, since 2011. And wow. I and I have one that's a '08, and I've been having it since '08. So, and just know you do all the maintenance and stuff yes, on them yourself. Yeah, I do all the maintenance and stuff on um, myself. Uh, most of the time, I try to I do try to do the inside of the motor myself. But I got a a guy, little partner I grew up with. Most of the time, mm-hmm. I let him do the inside. You know, just just to help him out. Yeah. So sure. Most of the maintenance I do myself. I keep my mud bikes, and then I have my, my side-by-side that I use for hunting purposes. <laughs> you know, that's the next thing that I want to get into is I want to get a side-by-side. Because like I said, my little grizzly, man, it, it, don't get me wrong. It's a tank. It's yeah. a workhorse now. We can get out yeah. there, and we've figured out ways, you know, to pull yeah. stuff in. I've hauled deer out with it. You know, I've loaded it up, and bringing in supplies and stands and all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So it, it it's a tank. Don't oh, get yes. me wrong, but man, that side by side, now you talking about some room, you talking about some space. It it, it opens up your options. Yes, sir, it do. It do. You know, uh, you know, I, I keep a little four wheeler just for a backup too that before I got my side by side, I used to ride um Honda four twenty to the wood. And mm-hmm. man, uh when I got this side by side you can tell the words are different, all the coin and <laughs> 
Rick or rag everything you have to put on there, deer stand. Man, when you get that side side, you can just throw it in the back of the bed. I ain't got to worry about it falling off. <laughs> Man, we were, it's funny because we were at the land yesterday, me and my son, and we loading up bags. We had two spots we had to put, uh, put feed in. So we put two bags on the back and, you know, I strapped it down like on the little strap gate or whatever. And I walked in, you know, I let him drive, you know, he's 14. So I'm letting him, you know, drive, you know, the ATV Mm -hmm. or whatever, get his kicks. So we go in, like I said, I let him drive. I walked in or whatever man that rascal hit the and i'm always telling him like okay look nice and easy now because you know we we out here you know in the middle of nowhere just you know take it i know you're excited take it easy nice and easy man he hit the gas he takes off and then he realizes he's going a little bit too fast and then he slows down but man he cuts a corner bag of feed falls off now we all know especially (laughs) if you're using if you're using good quality feed, I ain't talking about corn, nothing yeah. against, you know, corn or anything <laughs> like that, but I'm talking about some sup, some, some high yeah. dollar supplemental feed. Yes. Whenever you looking at them bags it, and they fall or they like land wrong when you're unloading them or whatever, it's almost like it happens in slow motion. You're looking at it and you're like, <laughs> just like that bag fall and he hit that corner and that bag fell off. And like I said, it's falling in slow motion and it hit the ground. And I'm just like, Jesus, don't let this thing bust. Cause that's 14, 15, whatever you pay for your good feed. Yes, that right there. If it hits that ground, it's a wrap. I don't care how much shoveling you can do, you know, whatever. Especially if you're going deep in the woods yeah. with it, you know, it's going to be a problem. So he hits the corner and he turns and I watch that bag of feed fall off. And mind you, I had, I had the thing strapped down. I guess I didn't have it strapped down good enough. I'll take that L. I'll take yeah. that. That's my responsibility. That, you know, daddy messed up. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that one. But he hit that corner. And that feet he fell on the ground and I'm just looking at him like, okay. You know, obviously first he, he and he realized it too, because he hit the corner and then I guess he felt it like falling off and then he kinda stopped and he looked back and he looked at the bag and he looked at me and I'm just kinda like, <laughs> All right, just slow it down a little bit and then he's he looking at the bag, so I go check the bag out and I'm telling you, unless you hunt and you have like a feeding program for your deer you just don't understand (laughs) like i know it seems like (laughs) yeah like i know if if you listen to this podcast and you don't really hunt and you don't really you know do like a whole lot of supplemental feeding you're like man why are you going on and on about a bag of feed well because it's like friggin' yeah. gold and you're looking at it and you're like looking over the back. It's almost like a person yeah. fell off. Like you're yeah, looking dude. at the back. It's like, did it bust? Is there anything in the bag? Like, are there any dents, any cuts? Like if I pick this bag up, it's all the feet don't yeah. fall out. Like you, yeah, you know, it's like a person when they fall and they tell you, you know, yeah. don't move them. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah, make sure man. that everything is yeah. everything. So, <laughs> you know, he, he stopped he looks back at it he starts to get off I'm like nope you good uh, you know I pick it up everything's fine put it back on strap it back down my point in this whole story is you get a side by side you don't have to worry about that you just toss it in the back and as long as you got your tailgate good you and yep. that some bitch is good you can ease on into the woods yep. and everything is everything, everything good. Fred does side by sides cost as much as a small car yes. though brother but look look <laughs> Luckily, um, this one I got, I ain't, I didn't buy it brand new. It was actually probably about, uh, okay. I'm gonna say it was two years old when I bought it, and uh, 
But yeah, okay. they they are expensive. They they real expensive, man. Man. Uh, man, I have to take a look on the on the resale market because I I'm looking at them and I'm like, good grief. Yes, man. man, they they expensive, man. Uh, it's like a small car, so <laughs> when you buy it, yeah. Man, see this thing about mud. I love the mud, you know. Side by side, they fun, but getting them in the mud, you know, it take a whole lot to get them unstuck. But yeah. me personally, yeah. I couldn't go buy no brand new one and put it in the mud like that. <laughs> so <laughs> you you probably laugh at me. I so when I bought that that Grizzly, I bought it brand new. Yes, sir. And saved up my money. I actually went. I put a down payment on it and. You know, I paid it off or whatever, and then went kind of like a layaway. Once I paid it off, mm-hmm. and then I picked it up or whatever. The funny story about that is, you know, I go in. The day that I go to, like, pick it up, I got cash. Whatever the amount, you know, it was or whatever, I got cash. And I mean, it, I made out like a bandit because, like, I got, like, a winch, a new tires, like, upgraded tires, and the um, the uh, undercover um, so instead of the plastic undercover, you know, I got like a updated, you know, like steel undercover or whatever yeah, sure. it is. So I made, I made out like a band. We sitting there and I won't say, you know, the business name or whatever, but it's here in Georgia and they got a few branches. Mm-hmm. We sitting there. I'm like, all right, came pick up my ATV, you know, fill out the paperwork, going to hand you over, you know, the cash for the rest of it. Well, you sure you don't want to finance it? Yeah pretty sure it's like because you know we got a great deal right now you know apr blah 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 all this i'm like okay uh nope got cash right here can just want to pay my balance off load up my my tv and get in the woods so here we go back and forth you know about another five six minutes finally i said hey man look here i got cash i'm gonna pay for this thing either we can finish this up or you can go tell your supervisor why you just lost a sale on a cash ATV. <laughs> like, what, what, what's it going to be? I, I can't see financing a recreational vehicle. Oh. I mean, yes, it was brand new. And yes, like I said, I've had that thing now and, and it's a tank. Yeah. And I mean, I, at first, when I first got it, I was real, you know, I handled it like with kid gloves, you know, every whatever it is, like 30 hours or yes. whatnot. I was going to get the oil changed and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, man, I don't, I, I might clean the filter out maybe like once every other year. <laughs> I can't <laughs> lie. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing runs like a tank, man. Like you can't, you can't go in there and then try and they trying to hook you like with the finance and stuff. It's like, yeah. no, man, I, I saved up. I worked hard. I saved up. Here's the cash. Give me my machine. Yep. Or else, you know, you're going to be SOL. Like I don't <laughs> understand. Nah. I've never had anybody like basically turn down cash <laughs> in order just to get the finance. I know the finance is the long play because they hit you with the interest yeah. and all yeah. the other BS, but. Cash, Jack, Man. right here. Like, what you know, what are you doing? And I'm the so. same way uh, when it's coming to ATV and thing. I like to mm-hmm. just save up and just go pay cash for it. Go on, get it out the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, you ain't got time to be monkeying around. You got real life stuff yep. to do it, and y'all trying to create another bill. Man, you ain't got time for that. Yeah. You ain't got time My for wife, that. she hates so, to see new stuff. <laughs> see, now, that's the thing. I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now that now that's one thing I I can say for better or worse, and I mean I can do a whole podcast on relationship yeah. stuff. But yeah. when it comes to 
hunting and you know my extracurricular yeah. stuff and my you know quote unquote toys yeah. and all that i work for exactly. my money ain't nobody gonna ask me anything about it yeah my my <laughs> wife she, she might give me a hard time but she know like he work hard for her and he do everything so he entitled to it <laughs> Now, does she get out there and ride with you too? Does she have her own machine, or what, yes, what y'all got going see, on? See, that's basically uh the side by side. You know, it's for my hunting purposes, and you know, mm-hmm. um, she used to ride four wheelers with me. She had her own. Well, about a couple of years ago, she had surgery on her neck. They put a metal plate in, it. so she she Oof. had to sit out for two years. So she was itching to go back, itching to go back, and me. You know, uh, I ain't like her being on the four-wheeler, you know, with the bumps and all that. And something yeah, might go wrong. Definitely. So her and um, we got a little niece that we keep all the time where she's basically our daughter. She uh, four uh-huh. years old. She like going. So that's basically why I went and got the side-by-side, um, you know, for them to come out and just still go and, you know, right. um, go around the mud holes, you know, but they can still experience everything. So. Yeah, she she goes. She, she love it. Man, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, she love it. Um, she'll go out. And one thing about hunting, I can't get her to do. She'll go, but she ain't gonna shoot nothing. <laughs> now this this your this your wife, wife or niece? My wife. She she okay. she'll go hunt with me, but she ain't gonna shoot nothing. She just like going out there, sitting in the woods with me. Yeah, that's that's my son. Like I bought him a bow a couple years ago, but I can't get him to constantly practice to get to the point where we feel comfortable enough shooting or whatnot. But yeah. he'll go now. He if I say you know I'm going deer hunting or going turkey hunting or whatever, you know he'll get up, he'll go, he'll help me pack stuff in. You know he'll run the camera. He's like you know running camera yeah. with the animals and stuff, and you know yeah. getting some shots of the animals and whatnot. But yeah, no, I can't get him to to shoot enough to where i feel comfortable turning them loose and it's crazy because i almost feel i think i feel bad for him more than he does because i mean he's out there you know lifting corn lifting feed you know driving the atv helping me with food plots helping me you know moving cameras around like he's doing all the work and so when september comes it's like all right i want you know want you to feel the reward like get on one of these deer or whatever but that rascal won't shoot and you got to shoot, man. You can't just show up <laughs> September 15th and draw back a bow and hope that, you know, hope for good yeah. things to happen. Like, so I, I, I don't know. A couple more things, though, I want to ask you about the ATVs before I transfer into the uh, hunting. Now, you were saying before about, like, the side-by-sides being harder to get out of the holes now you would think because of the weight they would be and the horsepower and stuff that go along with those you think they would be a little bit more easy to navigate and get through those things so you're saying no no um man them the side by side you know you got the four seaters and the two seaters and then um some most people they'll go to putting lifts on them they'll put like a six seven inch lift man with thirty-five, mm-hmm. twenty-inch wheels, man, they they basically like trucks, uh, big trucks coming through. And right. Once you get one down in the mud, man, uh, you allowed have to have like four side by side with five thousand pound winches to get them out. <laughs> and man, it's a workout, man. I seen one at a ride. We had a guy come down on a Can Am one thousand Maverick, and uh, he had like some forties mm-hmm. on it, and we. Got him in the hole. We it was like around five o'clock when he got in the hole. Man, it was ten o'clock that mm-hmm. night before we got him out. <laughs>
Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, we basically had to go get a, a truck winch. It was like a 12,000-pound winch, a portable winch. The hook to him on the back of it, and we had to run it way probably about 60 foot across to a big pine tree and hook to, to get him out and then hook another winch to him. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. So. Wow. And he's just sitting there, people just going past him, just kind of looking. Well, no, we was all at this one spot where we call a bonnet hole. It's like we have a hole in a big area that everybody can sit back and just watch people go through. Okay. So, no, nah, uh, we actually let, <laughs> I let some of a partner leave the rest of them on. And, man, we sit back there to about 10 o'clock that night trying to get him out. <laughs> oh wow because i i know when i used to go to the uh place that i go to up here uh durham town down in uh mm-hmm. middle georgia and i would see people either get get a side-by-side stuck or get their atv stuck and like sometimes you know obviously you try to do the neighborly thing and you yep. try to help them out especially if they got like them little 90 cc or them um you know foreign yeah. built Mm-hmm. Um, knock off ATVs or whatever. They'll get out there in a place like Durham Town and stuff, and, and I'm just looking at them. They get stuck or whatnot. And you try to help them out, but man, it, it, it's a, yeah. I kind of feel for them sometimes when I can't help them out because they just sitting there on the trail waiting for like a trail ranger or trail officer to come and and pull them out, and it's just like, mm, man, it's a that's, job. That's, that's yeah, a tough it's piece a of job, business. man. Everybody, <laughs> that's what I try to tell people on ride. You know, the rides is not easy. You know. And they not easy. Right. The only part about riding is the people who come to ride. They have the most fun, you know, than the people hosting the ride. But you know, if everybody yeah. work together, everybody have fun. And me personally, yeah. I have a p- person in the back with the radio. If something go on, you know, I try to mm-hmm. stop the ride or get somebody back there to help them. Or if not, I help. But my job ain't done till everybody right. is back where we parked it. So. Man, I seen days I'd be out there 10, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, making sure everybody get out the wood. Yeah, so. Man. Now, how how long are the are the trails? Like, is it just one big circle, or do you go, like, down and then come back? Or how, how are these trails? Uh, the trails, man, they range anywhere from we live to ride with a big group. Through the woods, you know, you allowed to ride like 20 miles. It's all okay. in a big circle, you know, but it's it different places. You allowed to ride 10 miles one way and then 10 mm-hmm. miles back a, a different way. So right. like, we wow. usually take off on a ride. If we just have one ride, what, we, what I call one ride, we try to do two mm-hmm. different rides. We'll leave on one like 12 and be back okay. at two, let everybody eat, do whatever. We'll have more people come in. We'll leave out what we call the big ride, which we gonna be gone until it's dark. We'll leave out by ah. three, four, and we probably won't make it back to eight, eight o'clock sometime, or <laughs> uh, sometime before that. <laughs> Man, and then obviously, of course, you got like guys carrying like gas cans sure. and supply. Like, do you have like a dedicated like supply like ATV or a supply side by side like for? For everybody, or is everybody kind of responsible for uh, their own? Well, we gone um, try to have one with everything on it, and then you know, some mm-hmm. people there bring stuff. If somebody go down, anybody go help. So right. uh, you go get some help. So, but we usually have one with everything on it. You know, 
far as wrenches and uh, air tank or something like that. Uh, sure. Booster cables, you know, to get a personal jump. It depends on what it is. And then if somebody had to go back, we'll designate them person to get them back or we'll try to get them back the best way we can. But you won't be gotcha. left in the woods. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 you won't like look man you thank you for coming but you're on your own uh good luck um the coyotes yeah, come nah. out about we ain't gonna leave them out like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man that's also it sounds like a lot of fun like i said that's why i got into atv and before i got into hunting man it was because i grew up in the country i grew up uh, in south carolina and you know i always wanted a four-wheel and stuff and then when i started working and was able to get the means to have one man when i got that thing i think i rode yeah, all over georgia like anywhere i could find <laughs> to sink my wheels into some dirt and it's funny because i saw you posted you were like okay you know after this ride mud season's gonna yeah. be over and I was thinking to myself, man, when I first started, mud season was year round. There have been times I've been in the woods and it's, you know, 15, yeah. you know how it is. It could be 45 yeah. where you park. And then by the time you get deep in the woods, the yeah. tip done drop, you know, 10, 15 <laughs> degrees and I'm busting ice sheets and I got like pictures of where, you know, the ice is like two and three inches deep where, you know, I busted through like a hole or something like that, man. Yeah. It, like I said, it it ain't nothing like yeah. it. I I yeah, enjoy man, it's it. Fun. I enjoy it's, it. It's, it's exciting. It's, yeah, we get a chance to come down. You know, I tell anybody at least come one one time. Mud man, it, it's fun. I got some cousins that stay in the city, and they basically like city boy. So they were they were making fun. Man, y'all out there getting dirty, mud all in your face. Y'all don't know what that stuff. Then I said, man, don't knock it till you try. I said, y'all just come down one right. time. I said, I guarantee you, you'll be back. And man, uh, they come one time. I took them on the ride. You know, whoever could ride four wheel, I actually had four wheel where they can ride. And man, I took them on yep. the ride. It's just a small group of, we went out having fun. And man, after that, they went buying four wheelers and they ain't stopped yet. <laughs> Man. Now, when, when you say city boys, what, like, are we talking like up north city or Little Rock? Uh, city? Little Rock city, you know, um, in Little Rock, we got some in Little Rock that I call city boys and, uh, and look, Adorator, <laughs> you know, it's, Kind of still country, but it, it's a little city. You have some in Adelaide, Arkansas that ain't never been. So once they went, right. man, they were lit up like a Christmas tree. They always hollering, uh, when you going back? When you going back? And, you know, <laughs> I, I actually have one of my cousins. He a mechanic. He work on cars and stuff, and he uh, don't stay too far from me. And every time uh-huh. uh, he be at the shop, he'll see me pulling the phone. Oh, man, I'm going to go mud. I hear shit a shot now. <laughs> See, and that was that. That's my point. That's why I asked you, like, you know, city, like, you know, up north, you know, like yeah. big city or like Little Rock, because you know, like I'm from South, like I said, I'm from South Carolina, yeah. and it kills me, like. The entire state is country, yeah, okay? Uh, yeah. It's like Arkansas. The entire state <laughs> country. is country. Like, yeah. don't get, you know, all sedated because you in Columbia yeah. or Charleston yeah. or Greenville. You just <laughs> country. as country as anybody. If you born and raised in South Carolina, 
I don't care if you grew up on a dirt road like I did <laughs> or if you grew up in the projects in Columbia. You still country. country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't get on your horse and act all did in. I don't want to play in the mud and you don't know where the dirt yeah. been. And I, it, it's been a lot better places than it been than probably that water you got in the projects exactly. or wherever else you grew up in the exactly. city. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that that's why I asked that question because I, I I do I get family members or you know people that you used to grow yeah. up with or whatever and it's just like man, calm yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. You, you ain't okay? been nowhere. <laughs> like, you just moved to the city. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, the city. <laughs> you still from yeah, the country. Like, Right. You know, like your life's accomplishment was moving to Columbia. Just <laughs> calm down, okay? Like, yeah, man. Like, you ain't go to New York City or Atlanta or nowhere like that. And even living in Georgia, it's like, you know, I've run across a couple of people, you know, they from like way down yonder, like Waycross. And, you know, there's actually a Willacoochee, Georgia. I always used to think Cedric the Entertainer was playing when they said that. But there's actually a Willacoochee, Georgia. And then you meet some of these folks that's from way down yonder down there and then they you know in Atlanta or whatever and they just they all sedated and high so I'm like man look here but anyway let me, that, that's I can keep going on that forever the your ATVs like you said since you do all the work and stuff on have you made any kind of modifications like are they lifted do you got the big ties and stuff yeah. or are they still pretty much stock level no, and whatnot? my main bike that i use the mud uh man it's knocking out i got big wheels on it i have 14 inch wheels with 30 inch tires on it you know Jeez. and then uh have like a, a two inch lift on it but now you put the lift on yes, yourself sir. Yes, sir. I I, I wow. put the lift on myself. Um, it's actually easy. It's it's not hard. You know, I grew up grew mm. up working on cars with my stepdad. So um, you know, okay. working on foil is easier than car. Way easier, unless you got something yeah. like a can am. <laughs> Man, that can am <laughs> are hard to work on. They're expensive and hard. They like Cadillac uh, four wheel. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Really? Why? Because I always thought Polaris was like supposed to be like the, the top of the line or whatever. But I, I've heard a couple of people talking about K&M. Yeah, lately. man. Um, K&M, for its power, horsepower, well, Polaris, they, they gaining ground back now. So mm-hmm. K&M, man, they, they got a whole lot of horsepower. You mess around, put a, a exhaust on it. Man, you'll fall in love with that thing. I ain't no can down guy, but when they come through, man, it's like they talking to you. <laughs> that wow. sound good. And see, that's the thing. I never got into the customization and stuff. It's like I got, you know, I got my biggest thing is I wanted a yeah. winch. And I got the, I got it, I got the winch, and then I got the, the skid plate. That's what they call it, the, the upgraded skid plate. But like, I've seen people, man, they come through, like you say, with the, the two, three inch lifts, and then the snorkel kit. Now, I think I know, but <laughs> what is the, the purpose of the snorkel kit? Like, how does that actually function, and where is that even bolted yeah, on? Your snorkel basically is, uh, when you close all your belts, your belts, all your air box, um, you seal everything off and you running a pipe from your, your hose, like your overflow hoses or your real differential overflow hoses. You're basically running up to either up by your frame to the top 
you know, basically like a, a, a pipe sticking up out the ground. What it do is once you seal everything out, it keep water from getting in the inside of your motor or your belt box or whatever. It basically, it's like a, what we call a submarine. You can put your bike mm-hmm. under the water and leave it running. Loan them pipes mm-hmm. out the water, your bike will still run. It, it keep water from getting in your motor. Gotcha. It just basically just filter it all yes, out sir. instead of it going in there. Yes, okay. Sir. That's what I kind of, that's what I kind of figured, but I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Cause like I said, I, I've seen people, they come through and I mean, they've, they've put as much into their ATV as they do, as they do a car or a truck, yeah. man, just with the lift and stuff. And I never understood why anybody would put chrome on <laughs> like you know i seen people like with chrome wheels yeah, and stuff yeah. and it's like especially if you out like in the mud like you taking it out and you're using the atv what it's supposed to be used for now street atvs and stuff that's a whole yeah. that's a whole different ball game i and you know god love them they do it they want i've even seen where you can get like slick tires for your atv yeah, yeah. to to <laughs> ride in the street and I, I just think there's something wrong with that that's just fundamentally wrong that's not what an atv or a side-by-side was meant for yeah. it's not to ride up and down peach tree it's the down you know you got to get down in the mud and stuff yeah. like that again another rant for a whole nother yeah. day but <laughs> the, yep. the um so and then the lift kit the snorkel kit what other adjustments you made to uh, your basically um for the lift kit tires i missed the motor one time you know with water uh, before i put mm-hmm. my snorkel on i missed around and drowned it out got water in it so i had to rebuild it rebuild the whole motor mm-hmm. basically break it down clean all everything out and then put new piston i put a different piston in the aftermarket piston um i made wow. with beer you know, to give more horsepower. Mm-hmm. Then I put a, a gear reduction. The gear reduction, what it basically do, put this big gear in the uh, transmission, and it gives mm-hmm. it more horsepower on the bottom end, but it, it cut speed on the top end. It basically giving you horsepower where you can turn bigger tires. Okay, yeah, so okay. It's about hundred uh, four twenty. you know, I tell anybody, it's, it's light. It ain't got the most power, but it is light and get you where you want. Basically, uh, uh, yeah. anybody tell you around here, uh, my bike, I, I can basically take it, do whatever the, the guy with the 40s and all that. You know, the only wow. way, uh, okay. I might get hung up if the embankment coming out is too steep, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't get no yes, traction sir. to come but on up. Anything else like gotcha. we do, we have a little competition. Us amongst each other, you know, it'd be Honda against Can Am, Polaris, you know, basically Honda <laughs> against uh, Can Am, and man, yeah, I see guys come come out with one thousand Can Am with twenty inch wheel, thirty seven inch tire, and get hung up. I take that little four twenty, and basically, once they get out, I go straight through it. <laughs> I was about to yeah. say you just zip right on through. And they say I'm cheating. I told them, hey, it's mud. When it comes to competition, they say bring what you got. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's who brought exactly. So, <laughs> man, it be all fun and game. You know, if you got to get serious, mud, mud ain't for you. Now it gonna be a lot of noise right. talking. Right. You know, don't nobody mean no harm. You know, we just all like to have fun. If we get too serious. You know, I tell people, hey, you need to go, go on, you know, 
We don't want none of that out there. Buy anything. Right, right. If you feel like it, go get like that. You don't need the mud with us. We just like to have fun. We don't care <laughs> who you are, where you're from. If you come and drink beer, have mm-hmm. fun, and, and just, you know, have fun, come on down. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, y'all don't have yeah, no we, Yamaha oh, guys man, out there? We, we got whatever um, brand of bike is out there, you go see it on the rack. Um, mm-hmm. You you'll okay. see some three wheelers, you know, from back in the day, still running. Old old wow. old four wheelers, you know, Hondas. Hondas about the only thing you go see probably over twenty twenty years old. There's still out there. So, but anything okay. Chinese built, <laughs> whatever whatever they make, you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how them little Chinese, how them little knockoff Chinese? They don't ATV stand up. Work, do, do you have to? I was gonna say because that's that's exactly what I see a lot of times. Like I said, going back when I ride Durham Town, a lot of times when I see guys pulled over, that's what they them little knockoff ATVs that just they they weren't no, built for. They, they they don't stand up. One guy he come out there with one, and man, I think he didn't make it five minutes into the ride. After the first two holes, and we had to pull him back. <laughs> Man, I I had a guy one time when uh, when I was teaching my son and daughter how to ride, and I was teaching them. I mean, they they had little small ATVs because you know, like the place we could go, they they could rent you know one for their size because I couldn't turn them loose on mine yet because of where you know i was staying not being in the country i didn't want to buy you know them atvs and stuff so we just go we rent one for the day i turn them loose let them ride or whatever so we was on the little uh the little circle track i mean nothing special <laughs> just goes in a circle like just enough so you can get comfortable you know with the machine you know turning and stuff like that i mean it's a nascar circle like nothing special no humps no bumps nothing so we get out there and they ride and they having a good time then this other guy comes and uh beside that one is another basically a kitty track now this one still a circle nothing special but it's just got like some humps in it so you know you can get used to bumping a little yeah. bit no holes nothing to go around you know you still you're good to go maybe even get used to you know shifting if you uh because a lot of those little rental units, they don't, they're not automatic. So you still got to shift yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So there was a guy that came out there and his little boy had one of them little knockoff ATVs and God bless him. He, you know, he's getting out there and just going around, having a good time. I think he got around maybe one and a half time to think shut off, just completely cut off. I said, Okay, so I'm, you know, watching my kids. They doing their thing, you know. Yeah. Be respectful on the track, you know, and you know, whatever, whatever. So finally, probably after about you know thirty minutes of his dad sitting there, because he was on a dirt bike, and you know, sitting there or whatever, and they trying to figure it out or whatever. So finally, I walk over and I say, "Hey, man, you know, uh, need some help? You no, know, like I can, you know, can I help you or whatever?" And you know, I start looking at it, and I'm thinking myself the whole time, like, "Why did you bring this out? Here? <laughs> Why did you?" Like, and he was like, "You know, I was just, I was just, you know, letting him run a little bit and get used to it, and then we were gonna go hit a trail." And again, I'm thinking in my mind, "No, you weren't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't gonna make it. <laughs> it's good that this happened on the kitty trail before." 
before you even got out there on the A and B trails, which is like entry level trails. You talking about you gonna go out there on the trails? I'm just sitting there like, no, nah, you weren't gonna make it. I say, hey, man, I got you. I got a little. uh Matter of fact, you don't even need a wrench. I got a little tow rope that I keep, you know, under my seat or whatever. So I put the tow rope up tow rope on and said where'd you guys park and you know he parked across the street or whatever in the in the staging area and i said hey, you know i'll tow it back over there for him and if you don't mind i said you know little fella he can ride on the back with me no problem and, yeah. you know he's like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so he can we tow him back of course the kids having a ball and you know i tow him back to you know vehicle or whatever and we walking in the little lodge and we're hanging out in the lodge and i see his wife come up and wife looks at him with complete disgust because, you know, now their little kid can't enjoy yeah. his ATV experience. And I think they came from like North Georgia somewhere, somewhere far. It wasn't like, it wasn't yeah. close. And <laughs> she's looking at me and she's like, Oh, thank you so much. And it's like, I'm just so glad you were able to help. And I'm just like, lady, calm down. Like, <laughs> I don't. I just wanted to help you and your husband out. I ain't come in for no smoke, but she looking at me all googly eyed and she looking at him like I told you not to yeah. buy that cheap shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it, it, I always kind of like the bigger versions of those because they, you know, the price point, you know, they're not bad, but shoot, the money that you spend on that, you might as well go ahead and try to save up and save up a couple yeah. of dollars and go ahead and get you something yeah. better. Yeah, they, they don't last long. I'm like you. If somebody come with one, I'll be like, man, you just don't know. You ain't got yourself nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't know the trouble you're yeah. fixing to get yourself. <laughs> they get on the ride. Hey, you stay close to me because I know we gonna have to get you back real soon. <laughs> right. You ain't even touch. You ain't even touch no water or nothing. You gonna just a little little dab of dust get up in that motor because ain't got no things. Ain't got no covers on the motor what? or nothing. No kind of dust cover. Yeah. No dust pan. Yeah, nothing. Out in the middle of the open. So uh, it's sucking yeah. up dust and everything. Get water, whatever you hit. <laughs> yeah, you you exposed. So what are you? What in the world? Man, I hope you guys really enjoyed the first part of the conversation that I had with Fred Newton from Southern Attraction Mudslingers. Man, we got into a lot about the ATV and stuff. Make sure you come back next week and catch part two of my conversation with Fred. And then in the meantime, you guys should run over to Instagram and check him out at Fred Newton 07. Uh, he's got like some, like I said, some really cool videos from his, uh, ATV riding. Uh, just like a lot of fun, a lot of mudding. Going going on down there in arkansas once again i want to say thank you to you guys for downloading the podcast supporting the bryant land brand make sure you're checking out everything bryant land on our website bryantlandcountry.com it's got everything that you need got videos got podcasts got some blog posts merchandise at the website bryantlandcountry.com almost jumped into my instagram instagram is at official bryantland of course twitter at three bryantland and then bryantland on facebook i'm gonna go ahead and get out of here man but y'all make sure y'all come back next week for part two of my conversation talking more atvs talking more mudding talking about some hunting everything fun outdoors me and old fred newton gonna talk about it make sure you join us next week for another episode of the bryantland country podcast Thanks for listening to the Bryant Land Country Podcast, hosted by AB3. 
please leave us a positive review and five-star rating on iTunes. Be sure to check out our podcast section on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, for previous podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Official Bryantland and Twitter at 3 Bryantland. This has been an AB3 Media Production. Join us next time for another edition of the Bryant Land Country Podcast.